Never believe that a few caring people can't change the world, for indeed, that's all who ever have. That's Margaret Mead. That's what you're about to uncover in this episode of the You Soulful Genius podcast. My guest talks about how not waiting for others to create avenues for you to grow and shine is the only way to overcome the fear that is sitting between you and your success. Stay tuned to enjoy this episode. I am muted at Debowale. You're listening to You Soulful Genius Podcast, a show about highlighting the genius within every one of us through acts of creating a world of balance, truth, and conscience. This is Mutia Tadaboale, your host. Hello and welcome to You Soulful Genius Podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I'm with another phenomenal woman. She is Dr. Anne-Marie Wickham, a clinical hypnotherapist, an energy and confident coach. And she's a parent and a youth mentor, a radio host as well. Wow, she's got so many things to come in with her, lots of experience and so many wonderful work out there that she's doing to help women, girls, daughters, and the soul rising sisters, the soul sisters rising. There's so much you're going to get from this podcast today. Let's get to Anne-Marie to introduce herself and let's just dive in. Welcome to the show, Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, so my name is Dr. Anne-Marie Wickham. And I've been doing work with, well, I actually work with anybody that is, is ready to change, basically. But I've been more recently focusing my work on women, soul sisters, and their daughters as well. Because I truly believe, as the Dalai Lama said quite a long time ago, he said that he believed that the world would be changed by the Western woman. And I didn't quite understand that when I first heard that statement. But having done so much work with sister circles and seeing the healing and the medicine that's generated within the container of that, it's just so joyful to witness being part of the peaceful revolution of empowering women to be their true and best selves and for their daughters, because in that way we can touch so many hearts and that ripple effect of when you change, you become the role model and the inspiration for others to be able to. So I don't need to work with the men because the wives and the daughters become the role models that allow the men to do the same. That is fantastic. That is that is lovely. So tell us, where did this journey begin? How did it start? Well, I've been a clinical hypnotherapist and a life coach for <clears throat> quite a few years. Um, and really, I came to both of those modalities through healing my own journey. Um, Oh, such a long story. I feel like I've had so many lifetimes just within this one. But I started off, um, I was in care from the age of two. And I really had quite a, a struggle, you know, integrating myself into society, feeling accepted as part of society. I felt that I had so many, I was so unworthy and um, had so little to give. And so I started the journey of trying to heal myself so that I could be significant and contribute to the world in the way that I wanted to. Um, but that meant that I had to do my own healing journey first. 
So I studied to be a clinical hypnotherapist and a life coach. And through that started the slow process of really just stripping everything away, breaking myself down so that I could build myself back again. So, you know, really discovering some of the questions that we neglect to ask ourselves, that we are happy to ask other people, you know, who are you? What do you want out of life? Where are you going? Why do you want that? All those really important questions. But what I found was I'm very much a people person is all of those questions that I would ask other people so that I could connect and communicate with them were the very questions I needed to ask myself. So if you think about that, when is the last time you actually said to yourself, what makes me divinely happy? What brings me joy on a daily basis? What is the reason why I get up in the morning? How often do you ask yourself those questions? We just don't, we just exist. We just keep on going. We just look at life and we allow it to happen to us and we almost treat it like a dating site. We, you know, yes, no, yes, no, to the experiences that come to us. But what if there was another way where you stop waiting for life to happen to you and you started to create the life that you want just by thinking and asking yourself those questions regularly, you change the course of how your life is, you become more in control of it because you're asking the questions so that you can get the answers that you want and live into those values. I did that for quite a time. I worked with men and women. I actually worked a lot with young, with young people at the time because they are the next generation of leaders. And I thought that was the best place to start. What I found was my clients that came to me would often bring their children to me and I would work with the children. But because I've been, um, I've studied as a, I have a BA in education and child psychology what I realized was is that the apple never falls far from the tree so what is the point with working with these amazing young people to give them the life skills and the confidence that they want to send them back into the home environment that actually created that low self-confidence or low self-esteem etc um, and I just thought to myself you know what I need a more direct route to be able to create this change for people so really you need to go to the mums because when the mums know who they are, they feel confident, they feel valued, they feel loved, they feel worthy, then their children will reflect those values just by osmosis, just by the living with their mum. And so uh, I worked with my own clients one-to-one and I did this journey with them. But then what I found was the women that I worked with, you know, transformed into these really capable, empowered, strong women and I was their only friend. I got them to this place. I understood them. But then because of who they'd become, they didn't resonate with the people around them. So I thought, how can I move them on after they work with me? I can't be best friends with everybody for the rest of their life. I wouldn't be able to get any more clients. So I needed a, a modality or a forum to be able to move them on so that they could reintegrate back into society with their new gifts, their new skills. And that's when I came across Sister Circles. And Sister Circles is a group of 12 women who come together to really learn to connect on a soul level of being able to be open and honest and speak their truth because um, what starts in the playground often is the person that you become for the rest of your life you learn how to survive in the playground and then no one teaches you how to be a friend No one teaches you how to be a loyal friend or a best friend. No one teaches you how to be a mum. No one teaches you how to be a daughter. All of these roles and these names we have, it's just assumed we're going to know what to do with them. 
but we don't. And that's where all the fear and the angst and the drama and the anxiety comes because we think we're supposed to be a certain way because we look around us and we see everyone else being this way. We go, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be like. But guess what? They're not you. You need to be who you need to be. And sometimes, more often than not, you need to be taught how to do that because unfortunately, it's not part of our curriculum. We're trained to do everything outside of ourselves, but we're not shown how to love ourselves and know what we want. So that's why I started working with Sister Circles to give women a voice, to give them the safety container to be able to speak their truth, their deepest fears. It's so powerful. The medicine of a circle, it's enclosed. So by nature, everything is held within that space. And you also get to connect with other women who are just like you, who want the same as you, who want to be able to contribute to society effectively. They want all of those things too. So not only do you learn how to integrate with these beautiful women, but then you've got 12 new friendships to build on. And that's how, by having all of these sister circles, I believe that we will change the world. Because if we can change ourselves, into the people that we want to become and we can communicate and connect with others with those same gifts we create this ripple effect of change that is powerful that is really lovely okay so yeah um i was i will be asking you to tell us a little bit more about you know soul sisters rising it's it sounded mm. very interesting you know before mm -hmm. we get there let's go to you know, how you got transformed and what did you do to yeah. begin to accomplish your own goals, you know, there? Okay, so I think the biggest goal for me that I've had to overcome by far was something I didn't even realise was a problem for me. Um, so, you know, being in care from the age of two and I've been to 17 different schools before the age of 14 and I've been to 14 different living environments by the age of 14 um, which obviously was very confusing because I didn't know how to connect with people I didn't know how to be intimate with people I didn't know how to conduct in intimate relationships so all of my relationships were based on what I made up and what I made up in my head my own limiting belief was my mum abandoned me at the age of two she rejected me. She said, I don't want you. So guess what? That was my blueprint for the whole of my life. And when I say um, it permeated every single job or thought or relationship that I ever had, there was that constant fear in the background of they're going to leave me. And it, you don't realise how much it impacts on, you know, so I've got a best friend. She's sitting right here. We've been best friends for 23 years. Well, it's longer than that now, probably about 25 years. And, you know, that's the longest relationship I've ever had. And it hasn't been an easy relationship. We haven't just always had the same ideas and the same opinions. And we just agreed on everything. Oftentimes, lockheads like this. And I don't want to be your best friend and I don't want to be yours. But what she very gracefully and beautifully taught me is that you can be angry with someone and you can say things about them or to them that they won't like but that doesn't mean to say it has to end that was my blueprint if you said something to me and I didn't like it cut you off that's it you know not because it was you but because me I didn't want to get hurt anymore right I wasn't able to sustain those beautiful relationships that you can have with men or with women so that's been my biggest hurdle through my life which is why sister circles are so important to me um, there were so many incidences where I just 
constantly felt alone, even in a crowded room. Even when I was the star of the show, I constantly felt alone. I felt disconnected. I felt like there was this force field around me that I'd created and I created it in a, a really, you know, a lovely big smile, a big personality, but it was actually a bit of a shield. You know, don't come too close because I'm larger than life and you can never get close enough. We all have these barriers. Sometimes it's anger. Sometimes it's control. Sometimes it's staying alone. But these barriers are there. We create them. We do this to ourselves because we want to protect our hearts. We think our hearts are really fragile. We believe that if our hearts break once, it will never mend. But guess what? Every time you break your heart, if that's how you choose to look at it, I choose to look at giving my heart lots and lots of experiences because that's why we are here. And to have the experience of absolute joy, you have to know the other side because cause and effect, we live in a world of polarity. And if you don't know what one is, you can never experience the other. And to the magnitude of how you experience one is the gift of the magnitude of how you can express and feel the other. So if you see me looking so joyful and living my life in a way that sometimes I almost feel like I'm floating, well, then you can imagine where I've come from, okay? And for a long time, that's all I wanted to talk about just wanted to tell you my story. I wanted to tell you how much pain I was in. Oh, I was this and I was in care and I've been da, 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 da. And I was, as my daughter told me the other day, right? We were looking at archetypes for young girls. And, uh, and, uh, um, and even at that age, there are the archetypes. Like my, my daughter would call me a pick me girl. I said, what's a pick me girl? She said, a pick me girl is the one that's very, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. You know that girl, you've seen that girl. And all the other kind of archetypes that there are, there's the one that says, why does it always happen to me? Why does it always happen to me? And then there's the one that says, I want to do this and I want to do that and you're going to go and like, so from a very early age, you see these archetypes of wounded sisters. And I really want to help people to recognize their sister wounds and to be able to heal them in a way, it's not instant. No transformational work is instant. It's a series of small decisions that you make on a daily basis that change your exterior. And that's only done by changing your interior. All starts with you. Everything is within. That's beautiful. That's really so soulful, you know. Okay, so can you share a habit or a practice that has contributed, you know, to you succeeding, to you overcoming the barriers that you created, you know, I mean, eventually when you go, yes. so can you share a practice or a habit, something we can do to overcome such barriers that we create? I'm gonna, the, the habits that I use on a daily basis, you might think they're bizarre, but they work for me. One of the habits I use is, it doesn't matter how dire the situation is or whatever's going on, my first thought is, mm, what's the lesson I need to learn here? Right, you can very easily go into survival mode, that fear mode. Oh my God, oh my, oh, 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 what, to do, what to do, what to do, which just makes you feel sick, nauseous, oh, those butterflies in your stomach. Or you can choose to look at the situation and go, okay, it's a little bit difficult. I'm being challenged here. What's the lesson I need to learn from this? Gives you a whole different perspective on how you deal with that situation. Second one, um, I, again, I used to go into that rabbit hole of real pain and, you know, um, deep, oh my gosh, I'm such a victim. This is a terrible life. What I started to do for myself when I feel that real intensity of emotion, 
I would say to myself, you have to feel this. You can't avoid it. You can't press it down. That's why people are messed up. They press it down. What I do is I look at my phone and I will put a timer on it. I did this mm, two days ago. Yeah, it never stops. The work never stops. Two days ago, I had a really challenging situation to do with my eyes. I'm not going to go into that. But I needed to cry about it because it was a really emotional thing for me. And I was in the car with my son. And he said, put your time on, mum. They all know. So I put my time on for three minutes. When I first started this practice, it was 20 minutes. I give myself 20 minutes, cry, shout, scream, say the worst things, get it all out so that you can let it go, right? And I used to do it for 20 minutes. And I would feel that 20 minutes. Now, I put the time on for three minutes. I had a good cry. I kept looking at my, oh, my God, I've still got another minute to cry. Oh, God. And <laughs> do you see what I mean? It starts to get hard work. When you allow yourself to grieve, it's actually what you need because you'll find, oh, I've given myself permission. Ah, it's easy. So, um, yeah, the other thing I would say is it doesn't matter what happens. I always tell myself this is just today. This is just today. This is where I'm today. And really staying present in that moment of tomorrow's not promised to me or anybody. So why are you worrying about it? Be here right now. Be present. And even if it's a struggle, just be present to this. Because tomorrow, this situation will look totally different again. So just allow it to happen. And these kind of thoughts, it's called catching your thoughts. It's when you become the observer to yourself. You, you know, kind of disconnect. You do that helicopter. You come out and you're looking at yourself and thinking, what's the bigger picture around this? Okay, just don't get too trapped in the the fear, basically. Uh, and I, I think those three things are really helpful. So tomorrow's another day. Um, cry if you want to, set a time if you have to. And oh, I can't remember the first one. We'll have to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, the first the first one I think it was about you know asking yourself who who you are. Yes. You know. That sort of thing. It's just about living authentic and being true to yourself, basically. Yes. So now Indeed. that you know about you know the importance of being true to ourselves and living authentically, what do you wish you had known years before? You know about living. Only one thing. Yeah. I love that question because it's so subjective, isn't it? And I, I like to hear other people's answers to that. For me, the one thing that I wish I'd have known is really, I wish I knew that I could have been my own hero, my own savior, that the only person that was ever gonna rescue me was me. If I'd have known that, oh, my life would have been so different. But, you know, you, you get your knowledge at the time that your that knowledge is due to you, right? You know, what would I have done that 20, 30 years ago? I don't know. Maybe I would have thought I was indestructible and wanted to take over the world. Who knows? But for me, that's really the one thing I think I wish I'd have known. I wish, I wish I'd have stopped waiting for, that, for, for someone to rescue me. I waited all my life for that. My life's so hard. I can't control it. I can't do anything about it. Someone will help me. Someone will step forward. I always wanted that. My name's Anne-Marie. And my best friends call me Annie. And for me, that was quite, that was a synchronicity there. Because I used to watch Annie and think, Daddy Warbucks, when's my Daddy Warbucks going to come? He never came. But then he did. And he had a dress on. And it was yeah, my reflection true. in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched that with my kids as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, um, like what I tell people in my group as well, regardless of the problem you have or you're stuck, nobody's going to get you unstuck but you. If you are mm -hmm. twisted, nobody's going to get you untwisted, just you. 
you've got to mm -hmm. remain to get yourself out of the hole really that's it okay lovely thank you so much Anne-Marie I mean very wonderful nuggets you're sharing here so what makes you a soulful genius oh soulful I love soulful I think soulful is when you can really connect deeply with yourself and talk from a place of just freedom to be your true self. You know, for so many years, I used to worry what people thought about me. I was the pick me girl. I was the, I need you to like me to be validated. And I think to be soulful is to totally connect with yourself and trust yourself to make the right decisions for yourself. So you stop asking everybody, oh, I'm gonna do this, what do you think about that? I'm gonna do this, what do you think about that? I don't do that anymore. I trust me, I've got me, I really have got me. And to be soulful, and especially to soulfully connect with other people, that pretense is gone. That big ego bit where, you know, when you meet somebody new and every, you, anybody you meet, you, there comes a point where you have to kind of jockey for the position. What are you going to be in this conversation? Are you going to be the leader? Am I going to be the follower? Are you going to be the talker? Am I going to be the receiver? You know, we do it unconsciously without thinking, how am I going to navigate this meeting or conversation? When you're a soulful sister, you don't need to think about all of those, um, the society's rules, because it's society's rules that have got us into this situation we're in right now, yeah? You just let that go and you meet on a heart level. You talk just like we're doing now yeah we're just talking really from a place of what can I share what can I share with others that will serve them better to be able to be the better versions of themselves this isn't about me this is about you and I think that's for me where it where it really becomes soulful because you just feel liberated and you're full you're full up your cup is full yeah that's yeah. what I'd say lovely and it's only when your cup's full you can now share with other people it can overflow and other people can drink from your cup beautiful mm. Mm -hmm. okay so let's get into it you are going to be starting a challenge on the 7th is it very good okay let's get into <laughs> how is the how's that coming on what's the so, challenge um, about the challenge is called get ready to rise and it is as simple as what it says. So if there are any women or young girls that really have set their sights on something, but they've got those limiting beliefs, that ego kicks in and says, you can't do that. I mean, you look at some of these young teenpreneurs right now, they're doing amazing things, right? things that I would never even have dreamed of doing at their age because they have this empowerment. But for many, it's the opposite. For many young girls that I see, um, I live in quite a, a, an affluent area and I see a lot of affluent neglect where young women and young men have a lot of disposable income, but maybe they're not getting the time and the lessons that they need that is being you know, given as money. So um, I, I, the Get Ready to Rise challenge, and unfortunately it is only for women and girls, sorry guys, you know there's other people out there I can direct you to them as well but for me this is where my heart lies and it's just about five days of these different challenges that will take you a little bit outside of your comfort zone so you know imagine if you had something in your kitchen and you really needed to get it down and it was on a higher shelf what do you have to do you have to stretch you have to go on your tiptoes to get it right and that's what this get ready to rise is I want to stretch you, you get just it a little bit 
yeah so that you can achieve those higher things that aren't possible at a ground level um and every day for five days we'll have a challenge that will take you slightly out of your comfort zone but at the end of it you will have grown and you'll have stretched a little bit further than what you have and that's going to give you the confidence to step into something new because from a new level you can see a new horizon and you can see new opportunities what you can see here is not the same as what you can see above the parapet you get all these different opportunities that are open to you because you've become more open. So that's what Get Ready to Rise is. You don't, it could even just be stepping into a new version of you. It could be a job. It could be a decision that you have to make. It could be a relationship that you want to think about. It could be the relationship with yourself. It could be a new venture. It could be creating something. I don't know. It could be anything that you have desired that you have told yourself I can't do that or I can't have that. Well, you can. You can have anything you want. You just have to equip yourself with the right tools to be able to achieve that. So that's what the challenge is, that, we, that we're going to give that opportunity to everybody that comes on. That is and it's going to be really, it's, it's a beautiful container because it's really strongly supported. There'll be videos by myself, live videos every day. There'll be the challenges. There'll be prizes as well. There's opportunities to um, experience a soul sister day. Oh, I want to talk about that in a minute as well. That's coming up. Um, it's very, it's a holistic engagement. You're going to really connect with this on so many different levels. And you are going to come out at the other end, a different person, a more empowered woman or daughter. Okay. So is that the soul sister program as well? That's the soul sisters rising program. Yeah. I do three programs. I do the one-to-one where you do that inner work with me. All those questions we spoke about, who are you? What do you want? What values do you live into? All of those sort of things, because we all need to do that. And then, as I said, from that point of where you've done the one-to-one heart work, you then um, go into the soul sisters rising group, sistership group, where you do that same journey again, but you integrate it to the other sisters. So you know how to do that in society. But I actually have a, a, a soul sister, um, uh, soul sister rising, it's a sistership day. And it's where you can come along just to experience what circle feels like. That's on June the 13th. And I'm leading, I'm co-leading it with um, another lady who's a soul sister rising as well. Her name's Lynn Hunter. And we're going to do a collaboration. She's bringing six women from Canada and I'm bringing to England. And it's going to be a beautiful integration of um, Canadian and, sorry, sorry about that, um, one Canadian and English sisters we're going to get to integrate from across the water. So that's quite beautiful. That's on the 13th of June. And if you come into the group, get ready to rise, you have an opportunity to go and do that as well. So there's lots of opportunities in the group, lots of inspiration, um, challenges, even before it started. They're in there now. So I'm going to send you the link if I hadn't already sent it to you for the group, get ready to rise. And there are 126 other beautiful ladies in there all getting ready to rise. That is lovely. That is so beautiful. Okay, so what's your one word that you're going to be telling all our soulful genius out there who are willing to rise and succeed and just be the best of themselves? One word, belief. Belief. Okay, because you can fly when you believe. Absolutely, absolutely. And just really, you know, and again, don't wait to be rescued. Be your own knight in shining armour. Be your own, rescue your own princess within you. Yeah, definitely. Lovely. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's been really wonderful having you here. Okay, so I'm going to get your, how can we connect with you? 
So what's your handle? So, uh, oh, my handle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have a, um, a website, which is really updated. I do apologize, listeners. Um, but you can find me there, essex-hypnotherapist.com. Um, it has a, a contact form in there. You can find me on Facebook, Anne-Marie Wickham. And you'll see me because it says Soul Sisters Rising. Uh, that's two of the ways that you connect with me. Just go to the, if you, if you have questions or you want to get involved, if you find me on Facebook and you add me and just put um, on your message, interested, get ready to rise, then I'll know who you are. Because I don't just say, I don't just say yes to anybody on Facebook. I actually know all the people that I'm connected with. I know, crazy, right? I don't just go add because I want to fill it up and look super popular. Facebook is actually a really fantastic platform for meeting people and getting your message out and connecting with the people that need you. So just put, get ready to rise. I'll know who you are and I'll connect you up straight away. Lovely. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. And that is how we're going to be ending this episode of the You Soulful Genius podcast. If you loved what you listened to, join us next time on the You Soulful Genius podcast. I'm muted, Adibwali. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the You Soulful Genius podcast today. Love that conversation this week? Make sure to visit our website, creativebusinessweek.com, where you can subscribe to the show.